Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I'm honored today to be joined by Alex Hormozzi. Hey, Alex, how are you? I'm good, man. Rock and rolling on a Monday. Yeah, good. I think you just live your life great, man. I, I don't know any, any other state that I've ever seen you in. So uh, very excited for this interview. Alex, for those people who are listening and going, you know, of course, I know who that guy is. I've heard about him. I, I followed him since I had some early European deep cuts from him. But in all seriousness, uh, can you let everybody know who you are and, and what the name of your business is? Yeah, totally. So uh, my name is Alex Hermosi. Uh, I own Gym Launch. Uh, and what we do is we have a replicable model of getting gyms from zero to full capacity uh, within 30 days. And we teach gyms how to sell high ticket and then higher ticket. Um, high ticket being defined as 500 to 700 on first consultation and then higher ticket um, being two to 3,000 on their uh, first consultation. And so we layer these systems on the front end for acquisition and then uh, systems on the back end for fulfillment and then resell and retention. Um, and so we've done that with a thousand gyms so far and it's been fun. So what Alex just said, the uh, comparable is, I can't remember which Bible verse it is, but where uh, Jesus turns water into wine and then has all the bread and fish for people. Uh, that's essentially what you do. Fully, filling a gym in, in, its, in 30 days and, and that just being the start of the relationship is pretty close to a miracle. So I'm glad I had you on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. It's, um, it's been cool. We, uh, a lot of people don't know the, um, do you mind if I tell how, how, how it all came to be? I, no, I, I love it. I love the origin stories. <laughs> um, oh, oh, there we go. Keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Here, I'll cut my, uh, here we go. So um, in two minutes or less, the, the story of Jim Lawn. So basically I had uh, six gyms uh, in Southern California um, I ran those, I opened those all off of cash flow. So that was kind of part of the genius of the model. I got asked to speak at ClickFunnels two years ago because of that, because I was a brick and mortar owner. And I was like, yeah, I do these things where I, I, I signed a lease. I put $5,000 into a bank account. I promote it for, uh, for three months, uh, sorry, three weeks. And um, I sign up 200 people at 500 bucks a head. And I was like, and I make myself a hundred grand in the first three weeks. And then I use that money, you know, after a week in the first three weeks to buy all the equipment before the gym opens so that all the gyms open cash flow positive without any money out of pocket. So it's pretty cool. Um, and we were able to do that. I opened six in three years and then I sold those, um, in November of 2016. Uh, and that was a year and a half ago or a little bit more than that. Yeah. A year and a half ago. And, uh, the reason for that is because my mom got really sick actually. And, uh, she was on the East coast. So I flew over to the East coast and, um, if, it, if anyone's had, you know, a family member who's been sick, a lot of times you're, you only have like a couple hours of visitation. So the rest of the day, I wanted to keep myself busy without, you know, you don't want to dwell on this stuff. And so, um, a friend of mine, cause he was back home was like, Hey, this, you know, this guy is a CrossFit and he's struggling. He's a friend of mine. Do you think you could help him out? And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, and so the guy's name's Josh Price. Um, and, uh, I called Josh up and I was like, Hey, I'm in town. Uh, <laughs> want some members. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, what's, you know, what's, what's your ad budget? And I was like, and I'll, I'll show you how, how I can help you out. I'll, I'll run it for free. No worries. You're just a friend of, of Brian's. And he was like, Hey, I don't really have an ad budget. I'm really broke right now. And I was like, okay, no worries. I was like, I'll front the money. 
Um, and I'll, I'll run it for you. I was like, and then we can kind of do like a, a split on the, on the money that comes in. Uh, you know, when can you sell? And he's like, I can't, I'm trading all the sessions. <laughs> uh, he's like, but yeah, I can this meet the, but this is the thing that two. people get into, right? Like, but like, I'm going to have my two year old with me. Um, I hope that's cool. And I was like, I don't think that's going to work, man. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, I asked him if he had a t-shirt and a hat and uh, he did. And I ended up working Josh's front desk and I was able to sell, uh, about 70 people in a little over a week. And so, uh, he had 70 people at his gym, recurring members. And in a week and a half, um, we signed up another, uh, 70 at 500 bucks a head. So, you know, we pulled in 35,000, um, in the first, you know, week and change. And, uh, the way that I had structured the agreement then, since I was doing everything in, I was running the money, um, was that I kept the front end and then he would keep all the recurring on the back end. And, um, I was like, huh, that was pretty neat <laughs> um, <laughs> for me. You know, I was like, that was super chill. I didn't have any overhead. I was like, that was great. I want to do more of that. And, uh, I was like, I wonder if any other gym owners would be interested in, in doing something like that. And, uh, it turned out there were some gym owners that were interested in doing stuff like that. And so we booked out six months in advance, uh, six gyms a month, uh, for the next six months within a week and a half or two weeks of just kind of like letting the word go out. And, uh, and so then I, uh, hired a sales team, uh, and, uh, trained them and we flew out for, um, months, uh, just going gym to gym and filling them up. And uh, as that model became very tiresome on the, on the sales guys, because they were on for 21 days a month on the road. And so, uh, you know, so they was, would physically go to a location. I mean, yeah. physically fly out, sit at the front desk. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, I mean, we were still able to turn a profit with it, but it just, it, uh, it was just not, it was just, it was a ton of overhead. It was a ton of logistics. And I was just like, there's gotta be a better way. And then as this started happening, um, my, uh, you know, my wife, uh, Layla, we were like, you know, maybe we'll just try and, and not. Have it. So this is where I was. I was like, cause what happened is we had a little bit of resentment from the gym owners because you know, the average gym owner makes about 20,000 a year. And so, you know, for us, some dude from the internet to fly out and then pull 50 grand out of your gym in 20 days, you're like, screw this guy. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah. And so there was a little bit of resentment there. Um, and so I was like, this kind of sucks. I don't like the way this feels. And so, um, we, we started doing an online weight loss thing, uh, for my wife. We started doing about a thousand a day within the first uh, 14 days. And then I was just going to take my sales guys, flip them over and then just kind of exit the gym business quietly. Um, but I had, I still had gyms that were scheduled to launch the next month. And so I was like, I don't, you know, I got to call them up and tell them we can't do it. So I called them up and uh, I was like, Hey, we can't do this for you. I'm, I'm really sorry. And they were like, do we need this? Like, we're like, we're barely breaking even. Like, this is like, we, like, we need, you need this launch. Like you have to do it. And I was like, well, I actually don't, but, um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyways, I said, you know what, I can, I can show you how to do it. I was like, I won't do it for you though. I was like, but I'll, I'll show you how you can run it. I'll just kind of sell my secrets because I'm going to be getting out of the gym space. And, um, and then, you know, first guy was like, okay, cool. How much? And I was like, uh, you know, X. And he was like, okay. And I was like, huh. And then I called the second guy, same conversation. How much? And I was like, X plus a little bit more. And he was like, yeah. I was like, huh. And then um, by the end of that day, I uh, ended up doing like, I think it was like 60,000 in that day in sales. And I was like, well, you know, I looked at Layla and I was like, I think we're still in the gym business. I was like, I think we were just in the wrong gym business. Um, so like we were just doing it the wrong way. Like we had the, you know, we had the widget. It was just like, I was trying to take all the work on rather than just, you know, a lot of gym owners are happy to, sell and, 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 you know, work leads and whatnot. Uh, if they have the system of, of getting them in the door, 
Um, and so that's, that's what happened. And Jim Lynch was born and, you know, we well, sold- okay. Yeah. So I got to ask you, so yeah. you're, you've got incredible hair and a great mustache. <laughs> Uh, your wife is beautiful. And from the story, she sounds smart as well. Uh, (laughs) And you, you, you seem to have discovered, uh, you know, how to create water out of nothing, you know, like you, you, you seem to have everything perfect. So just for the credibility sake, uh, that all sounded great, but, uh, tell us some lumps you took along the way, because this is, you know, pretty soon here, people are going to think that, uh, you know, you just have uh, midgets rubbing your feet as you fly uh, private across the country. <laughs> All right. You know so I mean? and that, that, we just don't want people with that idea of you. I, no, I, know you totally. I know you have a tough chin from taking it on the chin a couple of times. So. <laughs> so I'll just give you the first six months of the business. So I, I remember I, I, sold, I sold my business. So my mom got sick, right? So I flew out and the, I didn't sell my businesses because I wanted to. I sold them because it just it felt like it was the right thing that I needed to do at the time because I had spent six months before that um, with my mom. Um, you know, I was like on the East coast. And so, um, I had, I literally left my gyms with nothing for six months. And then finally I was like, you know what I, I should, and I'd already had offers on them. So I was like, I should sell these. So, um, that was rough for me. And then with the savings from that, I went into another venture. Um, and then that literally took all of the money that I had from that and that, um, tanked. And so the six years that I had run or all the gyms that I had had and all the money that I had gotten from them um, mm-hmm. disappeared <laughs> within like two months of selling them, um, which was heartbreaking for me. Cause it's like all the work that you just put into it. I went all in on the next thing and then it just, it just failed. Um, and so that was hard for me. Um, and then at that point, that's when I was like, well, you know, what do I know how to do? I know how to fill gyms up. And that's kind of what started the next conversation of gym launch um, being something to do. Cause it was the skill set that I had. And um but when we started Gym Lunch originally, uh, right as we began, um, our processing got shut down because I was using my gym's processing to process this online business, which is not the same thing. Um, and so at the time, right. Well, and, and I'm yeah. going to guess they don't like uh, going from, you know, a $1,500 day to a $60,000 day yeah. in about four and a half minutes. Like they get nervous <laughs> when that stuff happens, right? Yeah, they did. And so what ended up happening is I needed, I needed, I'd, I'd done all these, these, you know, hardcore sales. And I, I, I had a sales guy who I was helping out. Um, and so he had like $20,000 in commissions off of uh, about a hundred grand in sales his first month. And, um, but I didn't, I never collected the hundred grand in sales, but I had to pay him the 20. And that was like literally everything that, that I had left after the other thing had gone away. So I started gym launch despite this, um, with no payment processing. So I had no ability to process payments, but I had already made the commitments and we had already had all the flights and all the everything for six guys to fly out. And you're talking daily ad spend hotels every day, rental cars every day. I, I like, and then the commissions on top of that before we still have to make dollars. And uh, from a turnip, my man, blood from a turnip at that point. Yeah. And so then I looked at Layla and I was like, I have one business credit card. I was like, that's got about a hundred thousand dollar limit on it. And I was like, this could go horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, but we've got about one month to see if this thing will work. And so I just want to make sure (laughs) when you said marriage, you really meant that, right, Layla? (laughs) (laughs) For richer or poorer. (laughs) Right. And by poorer, we could mean a hundred grand in debt within the next 31 days, right? That'd be cool. Below zero, right? Like homeless guys have nothing. We'll be a hundred grand less than that guy. By the way, what does the guest house at your parents' place look like? (laughs) Well, yeah, we, I mean, cause, and this is actually when we, we flew there, um, we evacuated, oh man, just all sorts of stuff. But anyways, um, we evacuated the hurricane 
actually. Um, but I won't even get oh, that, the one in uh, Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, yeah, because we live there. Have to, yeah, anyways. I won't even get into that. But um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just let me yeah. put this in perspective. Uh, <laughs> Alex is telling how bad things can get. And when you get evacuated from a hurricane, that's not worth bringing up because that's not monumental compared to the other things that occur. Okay. We have good scale here. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was horrible because we got shut down uh, with our processing when I owed everything on, on uh, Christmas Eve and I was meeting her parents for the first time. And so they were like, he seems really stressed. (laughs) I was like, I was like, we have 3000 a day. That's about to be going out. I was like on a credit card. I was like, and we were, and I was expecting about 80 grand in payments, which would have, you know what I mean? Floated most of this. So anyways, it was just, um, it was a stressful time. And, um, and then once we 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 had a, we had a bunch of, we worked a lot in golf. We had three Asian players come in and we signed them all on like 10 or 15 grand packages, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, we started doing the money dance and then because they were all billed to Asian credit cards, yeah. uh, all bounced. Yeah, it all bounced. And, and they don't, I mean, for those of you who haven't dealt with this yet, your payment company doesn't call and go like, hey, by the way, we really want to pay you, but yeah. here's some things that you might want to do to get that money. They just don't call you. And you're going, yeah. uh, hey man, it's been you know 11 days. What's up? Yeah, where's this deposit? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah, go on. So, so there you are. You're, you're paying out money out the nose. Uh, yeah. And, um, but at some point I know it worked because I, I've, you know, you were on stage recently at a big, um, yeah. those who don't know click funnels in the, what is it? What's the big, um, their Thanks. big yearly, um, conference. Funnel hacking live. Yeah. And you guys were up on stage, right? Yep. Yeah. We, um, we won the, uh, so there's, he is, he is a, he up to this point had an award called the Chicama club, which was if you'd done a million dollars in sales. And then he came up with something called the X award, which is if you did $10 million in sales. And so we were able to do 10 million in 10 months, um, which was pretty cool. Um, in our first, as soon as we switched the model over from uh, done for you to done with you. And, and uh, just out of curiosity, 12 months before when, I mean, that, that event happened one year previous, what had your total sales been <laughs> online at that point? I mean, just for people. Uh, so, yeah. So just for, for a timeline for people, I, I can, I, I'll just give you a six month increment. So November 6, November, 2016 sold the gyms and then went all in on this next thing and went basically bankrupt. Right. Um, the next six months after that, we did the done for you service with selling guys all over the place, but we had, we had chargeback issues. Uh, so we had some processing problems. We had, uh, the relationship with the gym owners was just like off. It didn't feel right. And then my my sales guys, families were like struggling because they're like, dude, my wife says she's going to divorce me because I'm never home, all those sorts of stuff. From there, I said, you know what, we got to get out of this business. We got to, we got to change the model up because this is just not working. Um, it was just the overhead was so enormous. And what ended up happening was we would be profitable for the month, but the next month we would have chargebacks and refunds that we couldn't control because we weren't controlling the fulfillment. And so the gym owner had no vested interest in like, and so there were, we had a couple, we had two gyms just say, Hey guys, just refund everything. Um, you don't like, I just don't, I can't handle this much volume right now. Like, you know, I love that. I love that because the funny thing about gyms is for some reason they, they just, I mean, fulfillment is way harder than people. They underestimate the fulfillment piece. Yeah. Um, you're not the only person I've heard that from. Like I've heard a bunch of different uh, marketing con- consultants say like, I got this gym, a bunch of leads, you know, 80 people coming in their doors and, you know, the gym owner's angry because it stresses them out so much. And it's like, yeah, you, you ask, yeah. like, be careful what you ask for. 
you know? Yeah, it happens. There's, yeah, I mean, I could go into, I mean, there was a lot of things that I should take responsibility for in terms of not preparing. So, you know, there's, there's, there's always two sides. Um, but either way, that model wasn't working. And I think there's just something to do it with. If you're the one who's controlling the flow, you, it's your, you know what I mean? Like you talk to the person, you sold them, you know them, and they're your client. But if some other guy sells them, you don't know what that conversation was, even if it was exactly what it was supposed to be. You just weren't a part of it. And so it's just kind of like this human being who's like, hey, service me. You know what I mean? And you didn't get anything for it. So there's, there's, I think there's some psychological stuff there. But Yeah, because a lot of people underestimate sales is a connection, right? Like if you don't right. connect, you don't sell. So mm-hmm. essentially when you close them on a, on a high ticket item, like you're saying, yeah. it's because you had a lot of connection because they believe that you can solve their, their burning, painful desire. Right. Yeah. And, but that happens person to person. And so when you don't know anything about their burning, painful desire, uh, then when they're just working out, you're like, Oh, Hey, Hey Susie, it's cool. And you're like, she's going, don't, don't you know anything about my, you know, about my high school class reunion that's happening. Uh, my 15 year reunion that's happening in, in nine weeks. Yeah. Right. So, so to, to, to follow your, your, your yeah, go ahead. thing. So we went from bankrupt, uh, in November, 2016 to um, a profitable business that each month we had to sell more than the last month because the refunds would start coming in. So it was like, I started digging this bigger and bigger hole that the only way I could get out of it was by selling more the next month. But then that would give me a bigger hole to fill for the next. So it's just like, it was this horrible situation. I don't know if you can feel what that would feel like, but it's like going from bankrupt to now we have an, a hole that just continues to grow based mm-hmm. on how much we sell. So it was like, uh, like, <laughs> this is not working. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's leverage, right? Like people, <laughs> people go, how, how did, uh, you know, Mike Tyson go into bankruptcy and, uh, you know, he lives locally here in Las Vegas where I'm based. And somebody was telling me that, uh, that <laughs> at some point he started getting his clothes dry cleaned. And at some other point, years later, he had $150,000 of owed dry cleaning. Now <laughs> nobody starts out with a $150,000 bill, right? Right. But, a little, a few shirts put in the closet and go, Hey, I'm going to clean these and clean these and clean these. It ends up being so crazy over that time. And what you're talking about is much bigger than just some $6 dry cleaning shirts, you know? Right. Yeah. So, and oh, by the way, uh, you're the only person left to, to, to fulfill the, you know, not, not fulfill it, but you're the person it's coming back on. So yeah. you carried all the stress and the solving of the problem, right? Yep. I mean, I think a lot of business owners can can connect with that idea. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit clinicgymhybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's clinicgymhybrid.com. I would love to do all day long about the story here because, (laughs) well, it's all good. I I guess it's super exciting to hear that you finally discovered like what actually works, right? Because you went through multiple iterations, some that put you into more debt, some that stressed you out, some that Created yep. employees who weren't happy, like all the different versions of it. But at some point you stumbled upon like, oh my God, when we, uh, when we combine peanut butter and chocolate, like we get something delicious. <laughs> you know, you tried everything else though. 
peanut butter yeah. and chicken, peanut butter <laughs> and jelly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so what, so for those of the people that are listening, just to give you some perspective, we're talking to people that have probably a successful chiropractic business and I'm encouraging them to add a gym because of monthly recurring revenue. And there are certainly lots of ways to lose money at the chiropractic, uh, practice. There's plenty of people that are doing that and, you know, not, not taking much home. Um, but I think that the gym is like the perfect upsell from that, comp, that situation. But can you provide any like high level ideas of like what makes Gym Lodge so successful? And by the way, uh, before we go any further, can you throw out a way for people to get a hold of you, Alex? If they're like, hey, I, I don't care about anything else. I just, this dude's gonna, I want what this dude's selling. Give it to me. Yeah, just go to idonthatemoney.com. Um, that's the world's greatest URL ever. <laughs> as, as long as you don't hate money. Uh, just yeah. go check that out. There's probably 400 gym owners on there, you know, who made 40 grand in their first six weeks with us. So okay, check it out and see, see if it's your brand of coffee and go from there. Yeah. I like how you just, you know, casually, if you like, if you like 40 grand in uh, 30 days, <laughs> I, you know, but if you don't move on, no, but, yeah. uh, but what it, what do you think the, the biggest, like kind of, mistakes you see people doing. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, I can make 40 grand. Like one thing I'm thinking already is like, I, I would tell everybody listening, do not sign up for this unless you have staff to help you. Because if you're a busy clinician and you're pumping people out and you think you're going to build a gym, yeah. I think you're going to just run yourself into the ground before it ever sees success. Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing is that you're going to need someone who's, so, I mean, our model is based on uh, a, a group training model and yeah. that's either a large group or small group. And the main reason is because I, I, I've always been a believer I mean, there's always two winners in the marketplace. You got the best and the cheapest and I've never been the cheapest. So I was, I was like, I guess you gotta be the best. And then when you're the best, then you can feel good about it. Cause you're actually solving, you're actually solving, you're solving people, solving people's problems. And if it's like, you're not solving, they know, they know they're not solving anyone's problem. It's 10 bucks a month. They know you're not going to come. You know, you're not going to come. Like it's just this mutual understanding that you pay them $10 yeah. to feel good. And right? you as a business owner start resenting those people because they're taking time and resources and they're not giving you anything. Right. Any person who actually speaks with you, who is not passively paying you $10 a month has already taken up more than their $10 worth of time. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I just go in the, uh, complete other direction. And so I just give one concept, which is the main concept that everything that I kind of preach is based on. Um, and it's, it's a concept that we call client finance acquisition. And so with that basically slow that, slow that down so people can hear, cause that, that's a big sure. deal that I just want to make sure everybody understands. Yeah. Client financed acquisition. And so what client finance acquisition means is that typically um, most businesses, brick and mortar or otherwise, have a marketing budget. They say, we spend, you know, this much a month in marketing, blah, 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 right? And then we hope to see a return on that in the next two to three months, right? And a lot of times they offer, and chiropractors the same way, right? They offer a low barrier to entry offer. Maybe it's a free adjustment or whatever, right? A free week, et cetera. And the issue is that um, they have to take money out of their pocket, spend it, and then cross fingers and hope that it comes back in lifetime value, right? And the real, I mean, the honest truth is the reason that most gyms don't make money, even when they do the LBOs is that their lifetime value is so low. And that's because they don't have very good fulfillment. And so the average gym only does three turns in, in like gym, gym being a micro gym that's, you know, price point between hundred and $200 a month. Um, the average person staying for three months or three months or less. That's the industry average. I'm not saying it's everyone, but that's the industry average. And so even when they do a $21 for 21 day promotion, right? Um, they're getting, let's say, let me just give you, I'm a big numbers guy with this. So let's say you get a hundred leads, right? For a $21, 21 day promotion. And let's say you're, you're, you know, you are better than average and you close 35% of those people over the phone at $21. So now you made 600 bucks, right? From those leads, let's say the leads cost you 
15 bucks each. Okay. So you spent 1500, uh, you made 600. So you're down a thousand or 900, whatever on the front end, but you're like, it's okay. I'm going to get them on the back. Now the industry I've been on the back end is one third of people who take LBOs are going to take the upsell to stay for continuity. So if you have 35 people who are now in your door, that means you're going to get 12, you know? Um, but let's just say that these guys are rock stars and they keep 16. It's because they're keeping half because they're balling, whatever. Right. So now you're at, you know, 16 people at a buck 50 a month and you're like, now I'm making my money back. But the problem is that it probably took you two weeks to run the promotion, three weeks, like two weeks to sell the promo, three weeks to fulfill on it, 21 days. Right now we're five weeks out. So we're about a month and a half from the original time. And during that month and a half, the industry average attrition rate is 10%. And so if you have the industry average hundred clients at your micro gym, then you lost 10 people, actually 15 people over that six week period. And what do you know? You're exactly where you started, except you lost your marketing money. Right. And you had to pay out the fulfillment of paying the coaches and the overhead right. of the All facility and the commissions on the sales, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And so you're net negative. And then the issue is, and they're like, I just can't get Facebook to work for me. And the thing is, is that all marketing is just buying eyeballs at the end of the day, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, direct mail, radio, whatever, right. You're, you're buying attention. And so what we need to be able to do is be able to spend the most for that attention possible. And two ways to do that. One is if you have really enormous lifetime value that does stack LBOs, it's not like LBOs don't work. And LBOs for those people who don't speak uh, marketing lingo every day. Yeah. <laughs> is a low barrier to entry offer, a discounted front end offer. You don't make money. And the assumption is that you're going to make up the money on the back end in lifetime value. Mm-hmm. That's what an LBO does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that totally does work. And that's what every big box gym in the world runs off of that model. Um, so like, for example, I, I consulted with um, uh, LifeBridge, sorry, well, uh, WellBridge, LifeBridge, I can't remember. Anyways, um, all their gyms, you know, they have five to $10 million facilities and they have, I think, 30 or 40 of them. Anyways, I was talking to their COO, their CMO, because we were talking about stuff and it cost them about $150 to acquire a customer, right? Um, and that customer is going to pay them $29 a month for the next uh, 36 months. So that's what their average lifetime value is. They know their numbers, right? And so for that gym, they pay 150 and it takes them five months to break even. And on their sixth month, they turn their first dollar of profit. The thing is that most gyms, most chiros, most brick and mortar, small business owners don't have six months of marketing to front out. A and B, their retention is not what that is. So those are the two issues that they have with the traditional model. So they're modeling another business that doesn't do the same style of fulfillment. Yeah. I, I heard a, fundamental a, a great, con- I heard an amazing consultant say the biggest enemy to small business is that you run out of cash before your, your successful model succeeds. Yeah. Like, yep. That's basically it. And that's exactly what you just explained, right? If I go with a low barrier model, I'm going to run out of cash and, and probably if I could have sustained that for two or three more months, I would have been successful, but that's just not the case in, in small business, right? Right. Most guys go into it with 30, 40 grand saved up and like, that's it. And that's including the build outs. Yeah. I mean, guys named Alex Ramosi do that all the time, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> and blow it on. Uh, yeah. And so um, basically came up with a different way of, of playing the game. And so it is called client finance acquisition. And the reason that gym launch has been able to go from zero to a thousand gyms in less than a year. And for us, I mean, to give some relative scale here, and I don't say this to, to brag, but just to kind of show what kind of level it's being executed at, um, a front end program is $16,000 and our back end program is over a hundred. 
And so, and we get three out of four gyms to take our back end offer because they make so much money on the front end. Right. And so, um, our EFT for me, like I modeled my exact same gym model in my consulting model. Cause it's the only one I know, you know what I mean? It's the only business model I know. Mm-hmm. So it works basically like this. The alternative, the new opportunity here, if you're looking at an opportunity switch, is that that's the old way of doing it, is the LBO model. Low barrier front end, very cash intensive, and usually most people can't turn, turn the corner on it. Um, and they just keep riding this trolley. And- right. You just pray for rain and hope that it comes back on you, right? Like, uh, do whatever you can. Ah, we lost you again, Alex. For, for number's sake. Hey, bud, we yeah. lost you there for a second. Can you repeat it? Sorry. Yeah, totally. So just for numbers sake, the new opportunity, the, the, the way we do it, the new school is let's say you spend a hundred dollars on ads and you get 10 leads. Okay. From those 10 leads, given our numbers, you should close two of those people on a 500 or $600 offer on the front end. Okay. So day one, I spent a hundred and I get two people to buy at $500. So I make a thousand bucks. So I spend a mm-hmm. hundred, I make a thousand. And day two, we do the same thing. I get 10 more leads. I sell two, make another thousand. Day three, same thing. And by day four, that first thousand dollars gets deposited in my account because that's how payment processing works, right? So if I sell them on Monday, it gets deposited on Thursday. And so that means that figuratively for a gym owner or someone who is broke or cash constrained, which is virtually everyone, right? Who doesn't have the model that's turned the corner and they're always waiting for the next month. It means they only had to really front out of pocket day one, day two, and day three. And then from that point going forward, the actual marketing campaign itself finances the acquisition of future customers. And that's where client finance acquisition gets the term and the name that we call it. Because your clients are literally giving you the money to then turn around and spend even more money on marketing. And that's why we can get gyms from zero to full capacity so fast because I'm not relying on the cash of the business owner. I'm relying on the profitability of the campaign. Wow. And that, that right there is the crux of the issue, right? Yeah. And so if you think, you know, Dan, Dan Kennedy said, you know, he who can spend the most to acquire a customer wins, right? That's, that's always been the game. And that's true. But part of what, 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 what doesn't take taken into account there is just cash flow for the business. So, and, and what, over what time period, you know what I mean? Um, and so like for us, I got on stage at, at Funnel Hacker and everyone was kind of blown away by this, but we can pay about $4,000 per email because of what our lifetime value is per customer. And so at that point, does it really like, it's not like Facebook ads don't work. It's just that your acquisition model isn't profitable. Yeah. Right. Well, dude, I'll tell you, <laughs> we spend a lot on Facebook ads and had a crappy system on the back end, And that is that is the most expensive way to run any marketing is when you, you actually spend. Yeah. But when you pay for marketing, like don't yeah. do any marketing if you don't have a way to make the model work. Right. And the hard part is people like, is that a lot of, a lot of owners, clinic owners, gym owners, et cetera, is that a lot of times you have to test to figure out if it does work. And that's where, I mean, that's why testing is expensive and that's why information is expensive is because it comes from years of testing a failure to finally get it to work. Um, so anyways, uh, th- that, that's the exact same model that we use to, to finance gym launch. Gym launch is our, is our six week challenge. I'm using quotes here of how we get someone results really fast. And then gym legacy is how we get you out of the gym, you know, as fast as possible. So it runs with value and then it continues to get to about 110,000 a month. That's our business model. Um, and so people buy gym launch and then we have enough money on the front end to continue to acquire as many customers as we want. And so the bottleneck for me has always been, 
the business, which is what the bottleneck should be, not my lead flow, right? Because if you have, because if you can continually acquire customers at a profit, then the inflow, the only limit is just how many people can I sell? How many people can do customer service? How many people do I have in operations? How, many, how can I do onboarding faster for my employees, et cetera? Those are the limits and that's what the limits of the business should be. Hmm. Wow. And that, <laughs> I love the fact that we never talked about uh, uh, equipment. We never talked about the space. We never talked about any of those things that people think are the limits to how to have a successful gym. Cause I, you know, I send out emails all the time and people are like, Oh, well, I'd love to have a gym. I just don't understand how to train people. I don't understand uh, how to run one. And what you're saying is uh, you basically have helped people discover that along the way, but done it with some money in the bank so that they're not, not trying to train their staff while they're scared to death about money, not trying to purchase That's equipment while they're scared. hundred percent. A hundred percent is, is I have to get someone out of danger zone yeah. to get them above water to breathe. Because you don't understand the make, different level of thinking when you have some money in the bank, when you have right. that recurring revenue coming in, the business choices you make are so much clearer and so much better. And you can look three years out, not 26 days out until you, you know, collect on something. Payroll. So you owe payroll. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you are changing lives, awesome. brother. This is awesome. You are changing <laughs> lives. No, I appreciate it, man. Um, any other questions in terms of how we do what we do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me, uh, when you guys are going to start on to uh, cold fusion and, uh, you know, when you have that problem lick too. What's, oh yeah! I was, like, I was like, "Is that a business model?" I was like, it's a new recovery. Uh, a recovery. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were talking like cryotherapy or something. Yeah, exactly. No. Well, um, um, so for people who are looking at the gym model, so they're looking at starting a gym, adding it to their clinic. Um, do you have any other, you know, high-level suggestions? Yeah. I don't know, space-wise, equipment-wise, trainer-wise. Like, who would you hire first? Anything that you think sticks yeah. out repeatedly? Yeah. So. So the, the gym model that I espouse within the, basically the model that I, that I, that I preach, the, the, what I work, it has two levels. It's a bifurcated model. So you have a large group base where 80% of your customers are, and then you have a small group upsell, which is where 20% of your customers are. And the 20% is usually three or four times as expensive as the 80%. So uh, the number one mistake that most gym owners will make, and it's probably the same with Cairo, is that they have two packages, one that's $100, another one that's $130. There's no point in doing that. If you're going to have two packages, the second, the second upsell should be three to five times as expensive as your base level offer. And you think that's just a principle that should hold true everywhere? Yeah, it virtually okay. does. Um, it's a slack adjuster because 20% of customers will always buy more provided you did a good job because they're more affluent customers and they're willing to pay more for more, right? Okay. They want more service. They want a higher level. They want more personalized experience, whatever. And so... It depends on the uh, size of the space that a chiropractor is working out of. Um, you know, if someone's got, it's really just how much floor space do you have? I would probably recommend if I, if I were a, if I were a DC and I had, let's say 1200 square feet, is that probably an average for what a lot of these guys have in offices? Yeah, 12 to, I don't know, 2200, 2400 square feet. Okay. Right. So I would probably be skipping out on the large group and just be running small group. Uh, small group. That's what we advocate. Yep. Yeah, it's just one on four. Okay. Um, and from a price standpoint, it should be five hundred to seven hundred a month for three sessions a week um, for one on four. And the number one thing that you want to do when you're starting out is don't overcommit in terms of sessions. 
Start it slow, have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, three days a week. It's six sessions a week, costs you 20, 25 bucks to fulfill each one, right? All in with payroll, uh, taxes and everything. So you're looking at maybe, you know, at most 50 bucks a day times three, you can $150 a week. And if you can just have four people in the morning and four people in the afternoon, and each of those, and I mean, so now you got eight people that you're fulfilling on at 500 to 700, you're adding 4,000 to, um, 4,000 to whatever, to 5,600 a month in recurring revenue, just from three days a week with one session in the morning, one session at night. Love it. So it's pretty, so it's chill. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's very, and it's a very high profit margin uh, business. I don't like one-on-one because I think you can sell and retain the same amount uh, with one-on-four as you can with one-on-one. And, um, the, and the psychological research says people do better in groups anyways. They, yeah. they won't push themselves totally. as hard individually as they will in a small group. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all for, I'm, I, I literally think that there's, there's virtually no reason to do one-on-one training. There's like, it doesn't financially make sense for the business almost ever. Um, unless you're like, it's, yeah, I, I, I keep trying to make an argument. We advocated for our clients when they're transitioning somebody from the clinic to the gym, because we're, you know, we're selling them on this idea too. Like we're going to continue your care and not let you get re-injured. And so, but that's only four sessions at a max between the clinic and the gym. And then they should go into smoker training. Yeah. And that's, yeah, totally. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. It's a really simple model. It's not hard. Uh, the biggest thing that most chiropractors will be afraid of is asking for money. Um, and that's really just selling and learning how to sell effectively and selling for weight loss. Um, and I'm sure Josh, you help with them with that anyways, but, um, you usually, I mean, you're going to want to sell at a price point if you, especially if you want to market for it between two and $3,000, um, usually for like a front end program as an acquisition process. That's awesome. That way you yeah. can that way you yeah. can outspend everyone. I mean, that's the thing is we're always able to outspend all of our competition. So whenever people are like, Facebook's raising its prices by thirty percent, we're like, okay, we'll go from making sixty to one back to making, you know, whatever thirty percent less than that is. I don't know. And by the way, the bottom twenty percent of our of our co- competition on Facebook just bailed, right? Because they're scared. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's even better for you. Yeah. It really, because everyone gets priced out of the market. I mean, that's, this is the game. That's how it is. So, um, so, so let me get, let me just wrap up the three big takeaways here. Number one, marry somebody smart and beautiful that will stick with you. Number two, uh, lose a bunch of money on the front end. So you can really refine your business model under pressure, right? (laughs) Pressure makes diamonds. And number three, let your client clients finance your acquisition cost. That's the game. And if you do three of those, you, you might end up uh, uh, <laughs> treating the evacuation out of Hurricane. What was that, Irma? I can't remember the name of the hurricane. As just, uh, Maria. As just another Maria. Game. Irma was the first one that missed, I think, and then Maria was the one that smashed. Yeah, and you said it's not even worth talking about here. So those will just be tiny little blips on the radar when you escape a natural disaster, when your life yeah. is, is, when your life is as, in it, as incredible as Alex Hormozzi's is. That's pretty amazing. Anyways, uh, Alex, can you still hear me, bud? I can hear you. Cool. Well, uh, once again, Alex, if people want to get a hold of you, they're they're enthralled. They want to live this life and um, and uh, achieve those dreams. How can they get? How can they reach out to you? Uh, just honestly, just go to idonthatemoney.com uh, and 
look through that, look through that page. If it looks interesting to you, click the button that says, you know, make all these testimonials stop and please, please just hop on the phone. Um, and our guys don't sell on the first phone call. So they're not going to ask you for money. If you just want to chit chat about how um, it could potentially work for you. We try like the reason we have such a high success rate um, is that we just make sure that we only take people that we know their model will work with our model based on their square footage, based on their staffing, et cetera, so that we can just always have a winning record. Okay. By the way, uh, just as an aside, do you have any recommended square footages where things kind of break over quickly and, and, and uh, you see success? You just throw that out as the last tip. Like, is it worth, in my mind, I don't think it's worth adding less than 1500 square feet. Cause I think you'll outgrow it if you have a decent marketing plan um, uh-huh. as open gym space. But what do you, what do you see with your guys? You're probably going to tell I me mean, a minimum of 12,000 square feet. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we can run the model. It, so I'll just say all in, if you have like 2,500 square feet, um, 2,500 to like 3,200 is kind of like the sweet spot. In my opinion, okay. that allows you to have large group and small group and uh, bathrooms, one front desk area, and then like a private selling room. And mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of, that's, especially if it's like a rectangular space with not too much, you know, crap in there. Um, that, that solves just about everyone's problems. Yeah. Perfect. All right. That's funny. We see that as well. So I think that, yeah, I hate when people start with a thousand square feet. I'm like, Oh, it's going to get tight so fast. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad to be cash flowing like crazy, but uh, you know, moves take, take time and money. So that's uh, tough. All right. Well, Alex, this has been awesome, man. I really appreciate all the value you've, you've supplied our listeners. And um, once again, if you're, if you're interested in Alex's program, go to, I don't hate money.com and just make that a, tacit agreement with yourself about not hitting money and Alex will walk you through the rest. And, uh, I guess that's it, man. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on all your success, by the way, man, you're, you're doing great things and I'm glad you're sharing it with people because you could have kept it for yourself, but I think, uh, yeah, you're doing a great thing by empowering others. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Um, I mean, I could have gone in a whole tangent about this, but, uh, we're big on teaching people to fish. I'm, I'm not a big fan of marketing agencies in general. I think that everyone should learn you need to learn how to make it rain for yourself. You know, um, no one's going to care about your business as much as you are. And I don't think anyone has the right to, to control that for you. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right. Well, on behalf of Alex Ramosi, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you've dreamt of. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.